Yo, what's up? It's Ben Scarborough, and I'm sitting here at Third Eye Collective in the secret room with Diesel Films. Diesel, out of Atlanta. What's going on? What it do, my friend? Not much. Working. And and you just you you're, you're coming off a shoot right now, right? Yeah, I just got done shooting in here in Third Eye at, Studios. What, what what was going on? I had my boy uh, Uno the Activist in here with Reggie Baby, Man Man Savage. Um, dang, it was like two more people. I just can't think of the name. Was this larger? Uh, was this part of a larger project, and you needed to film some scenes here? Uh, we shot some scenes yesterday, and we just finished up today. We just doing some quick shoot before he get out of town. Working. Yeah. And how long have you been working with him? Uh, Uno. Uh, well, we just started. This is our first time shooting together today. Cool. Or yesterday. And uh, but we met online like a week ago. We've been chopping it up. He's been like telling me I'm hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I like his music so. We just like let's link up, do some crazy. Now, for everybody at home that's not familiar with Diesel's work. It's more of a question of who hasn't he worked with at this point. Yeah, it's a lot of people reaching out. Yeah, let's talk about some high water marks here, right? right. Just some some big people over the past year, right? All right. Um, past year, uh, we got Lil Key, got Lil Got It. Um, I'm trying to think. Skipper the Flipper, uh, Light Skin Keisha. Mm, it's so many people, man. I can't even think of them. But these links are going to be in the video description, by the way. If you yeah. you need to familiarize yourself with this man's work, so right. please, you know, make a new tab and check some of that stuff out. It's becoming normal to me for work with like a lot of artists who's big and known. You know, it's like almost like working with somebody upcoming. Like, so it's like normal. It don't phase me too much. And mm -hmm. I, I sometimes forget who I work with. I'm like, dang, who I work with? You know, so, <laughs> unless it was a recent shoot. Diesel films. Thanks. So. Filmmaking, kind of like deep sea underwater biology, is one of those career fields that you get into where maybe maybe someone's not putting a gun to your head saying, do this, do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, some people's parents are like pressuring their children to become lawyers and doctors, you mm -hmm. know, these things. But but to, to actually be an artist and exist in the filmmaking world, it, it's it, what, what, what can you say about that? Like to be an artist? Please. How does it feel... Mm -hmm. To be not only a well-respected artist in your field, okay. but to do something that you love every single day. Um, I always feel great. Like I wake up in the morning, I'm like, dang, I can't believe where I'm at right now. Like it's, this feels good because you know it's a lot of people who can't be in my position, who want to be in my position. You feel me? So it's like I gotta make sure I stay in this position because you know I, I love doing this and I get to work with great people. So and I don't want to work for nobody else but myself. So I like it. What's your journey with filmmaking been like throughout your life? Man, it's been crazy. You learn a lot of stuff that you didn't know about. Like, it's like, man, I didn't know this was going on for real. You think, you know, on the outside looking in, people think don't see what's really going on because you, you making it happen as a cameraman. You make the artist get that image, so mm -hmm. people don't know what's really what their lifestyle is really about. But we know what's going on. But we make it seem more lavish than what it really is. And what what do you what is your favorite part of the creative process? Is it is it pre production? Is it post? Is it the actual production itself? Um, both. Like, but. It depends on what type of song it is. Okay. Like, so if it's like a love song, then it's like more like production wise. But if it's like something that's just turn up lit, mm -hmm. then it's like post like editing. You know what I'm saying? Like you have a lot of fun there. Yeah, that's that's it's super fun doing that part. I, I've spent a lot of time in post production, and I too over the years have 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 per, like decided that I'll probably remain in post. Right. More than being on the the blood, sweat, and the tears. Right. Of being on set. Yeah. And I feel like I've put in my. Uh, charity work on the on set and just bring me the footage man man yeah i mean that's a lot of people who like that like they don't they'd rather just be like man i just want to edit i don't even want to go to the shoot because i ain't got to deal with the artist face to face you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying that's like it is annoying sometimes and then you know we run into people who are like f editing 
Oh yeah. I've tried it. No. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. I, I I was like that though. When I first came up, man, I sucked at editing. I thought I was like the hardest editor, but I was weak compared to everybody else. Okay. Yeah, it took me a while to go. I met. Now to to edit now, you kind of have to have a technical edge. You need to be able to understand what's going on with the files that these cameras are making, right? Yep. And you you feature a lot of animation and motion graphics in your videos, right? Right. So it sounds like you've gotten to uh you've gotten your workflow down to a point where mm-hmm. you know you can really turn these videos around. Yep. And turn them around, you have. Yes, I have, yeah. We're I, talking about millions of views on the internet across yep. multiple uh, social media accounts, right? Yep, platforms, yeah. There's a lot of people who post my videos. Of course, Worldstar. But mm-hmm. a lot of celebrities who post my videos, too. So oh, nice. Dope. Yeah. So every time one of these, like, you know, celebrities repost one of your videos, do you do you, do you feel like a little, are you just like, man, hell I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's, yes. that's crazy. Like, he's seen my work, you feel me? Like, come hey. to my party. Yeah, <laughs> like, come... You know, come do something with me now. Like, yeah. you, see, you know, I like that. So you say you're from here. Yeah, I'm from Atlanta, yeah. Now that now that Hollywood, you know, is kind of here mm-hmm. and all these big motion pictures are being shot here, what what is it like, you know, seeing old Atlanta kind of become like this internet video wave in the southeast with Hollywood being here? What do you what do you what do you think about it? It's dope to me because I'm I'm I feel like I'm starting that new wave for real, like mm-hmm. out of Atlanta cuz of course everybody know from well, he's not from uh California, but Cole Bennett, he lives in California now. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar with his work. Yeah, but, you know, he, he made it the new wave with the little animations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, now, back then, you know, they had the little simple video, but I'm making it like a new wave here with the creativity. Feel me, so. I, uh, when I first moved to Atlanta, I worked on a few music videos. Mm-hmm. I, I've had a lot of fun making music videos. Right. And I, I just haven't made one in a few years. How long? <laughs> I want to say my last music video was at least in 2016. Oh, dang. Yeah. Oh, you done. You've been done. Yeah, I know. I'm, I've, I kind of like, I, I got a corporate job. I got like a nine to five. And then I just kind of like fell back into yep. the streets and I'm here uh, now. And, uh, you know, me and JFK, we're talking about shooting some videos mm-hmm. when it's music video season in Atlanta. You're right. Yeah, just for fun, just to kind of oh, like feel alive, you know. Summertime's coming up, so mm-hmm. you know you got to. Might want to step out and just go crazy. We we've toyed around with doing some meme meme stuff, mm-hmm. like maybe maybe me writing a song and shooting a video for my own, you know, like a la the uh, the Lonely Island com- right. comedy group and stuff. So we might be over there at Third Eye Collective making a little, making some jokes, joke music. I gotta see that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some meme raps. Some meme raps. But what's been going on? What are some big news stories that you've been following lately? News stories. The YNW Millie. Oh, like he was riding around with bodies. Man, that's crazy. Did you get the full the full update from the? Yeah, I read everything. I was like, it sounds so legit. Like he did it. Like it makes yeah. a lot of sense. But it's like, dang, I can't believe it won't. You know, I met him before. Oh, you did? Yeah, at a show. I was with a show at a show, and he was there, and he was talking about them. It was like three days after it happened. And he was talking about. It. He was like, man, R. P. My brothers, man. We was in the back area, the backstage. Okay. He, you know, it was dope. I was like, dang. He was probably still. He, decompressing nah, he looked normal man he was ready to turn up oh he, wow he went on the, sh- the stage and turned up and everything okay but he was like you know reminiscing on his brothers backstage mm-hmm. and, and saying rp to them i love him so it seemed like he was showing genuine love so it's like crazy like i'm like dang i don't know like i really can't say i wasn't there so yeah i want to say i saw the new story it's it's, it's uh last night it, it's kind of different when an official kind of says yeah we he was in the back seat yep 
we bullet trajectories. Yeah, that that makes a lot. This of, isn't how forensics work. Yeah, my dude. <laughs> I think they said something about like it seemed like they got shot from like three feet away from each other, so it had to be close up. Mm-hmm. And somebody had to be in the car when it happened. It was like they was in the car when it happened. So there's been a lot of uh, the hip hop police has been out this year. Man, the month of February was crazy. I don't even know about that one. What what, what was that all about? The month of February is just a lot of artists being getting locked up, like Blueface. Oh, the month of February. Yeah. R. Kelly, you know, mm-hmm. there's multiple people. Did you see that, like, a uh, one of his friends posted a tenth of his bond and was able to let R. Kelly out? Oh, yes. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy, too. I got the Pokemon gear on because uh, two days ago, Pokemon turned 23. Oh, that's crazy. There were a lot of, uh, like, people in the art industry were doing their own man, little doodles. Man, stuff. I was a big Pokemon fan when I was growing up. With the cards? No, the TV show. With the TV show? And the cards a little bit, but more like Maybe TV the, show. Yeah, that's, that's the interesting thing about Pokemon, because I was actually more into the TV show than the the Game Boy game and the cards. Right. That speaks to a franchise, you know? Yeah. Like, when you have a franchise that big and mm-hmm. you can just choose which lane you want to be, you know, a fan of. Right. I was. I don't think I was both, though. I was, I, was, I was a big fan of the games for, like, good three years, but the TV show for a long time. Did you play, like, Pokemon Stadium on the 64 and stuff? I ain't, play, I ain't play on the, uh no I ain't play on Six Four I just play on the Game Boy most of the time. Okay, but I had the like the first where well, they had the colors and all that type of stuff. Oh yeah, like those. yellow and red yeah, and stuff. yellow all that. Mm-hmm. My brothers were into it, but it was commonplace for anything that my brothers were into. I just had to you know the opposite of that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was into like shooters. They were into RPGs. Oh yeah, I'm a shooter person too. Yeah, you got any uh you got any siblings? Mm-hmm. I got like six. Oh wow, yeah. big family. Yeah. I mean, it's like dad side, mom side. You know. Okay, mm-hmm. damn, I. It's just the three of us. I couldn't imagine having. Wow, that's. A oh lot. yeah, it was a lot. It's a lot of us here. How, are you the oldest? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm the oldest too. That's dope. Isn't that a great feeling? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's 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 kind of like they everybody got to look up to you though. That's the only thing. Like that's uh, the only thing. Yeah, they look up to you. Like okay, what you, what you got going on? So, so since we're talking about video games, mm-hmm. you know that's kind of the place that my thoughts drift to in time mm-hmm. of R and R. Like when work is done, I'm usually playing some video right. games. What? How do you decompress from an editing session? Um, me, usually I sleep, man, because mm-hmm. I be need some rest. But when I do play video games, I like to play Red Dead. Um, any type of shooters, probably like Fortnite sometimes. Okay. I'm not pretty good, though. Them guys are crazy. Yeah, me neither. Because I don't have robots. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I can't do it like that. But. What about retro stuff? What kind of retro video games are you into? Retro games? Um, I don't think I played no retro games in a long time. I think. Uh, what would you name a retro game that you think? I would say anything from the previous two anything that's not the previous two console generations okay um, so like n64 ps1 and back okay um let's see let me see let me see i used to play that super mario the one where he used to jump through the mirrors i don't know if it was on nintendo 64 or something like that hmm is that paper mario no nah, i want paper mario hmm. zelda what about the gamecube you ever fuck with the x the original yep, Xbox, i had the gamecube ps2 I had- Yep, I had PS2. I used to play that. What's that game where the celebrities were fighting each other? Def Jam. Celebrity Deathmatch? Def Jam Vendetta. Oh, oh, Def Jam Vendetta, yeah. Yeah, that. Dude, we actually played the shit out of that game. Man, I used to love that game. Man, EA, man, bring that game back, man. I think they were talking about that. That's cr- that, They is talking about that. Really? Yeah, I think, um, I forgot who's doing it. I think it might be Ice Cube or somebody. Okay. Yeah, that'd be dope. Big Fighters coming out this year. Mortal Kombat 11 is coming oh, yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Soul, Duh, Soul, Soul Calibur 6 came mm-hmm. out. Mortal Kombat, yeah, there's like a... Kingdom of Hearts. Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. Mm -hmm. 21 Savage had music in the Mortal Kombat 11 trailer. Did you see that? Nah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're going hard with the promotion on that game. Basically. Oh, that was crazy. You know, 21 Savage got locked up this month, too. We got London on the track. Like, what's going on, man? (laughs) It was crazy. It was a crazy month. I've been fucking with this uh, 
one of the last video rental stores in the southeast called Videodrome. They're here in Atlanta. I never heard of it. They're right on North Avenue. Mm-hmm. They're like on the corner of North and Ponds, right? And uh, I don't know how long they've been open, but the thing about going there to rent videos is you got to take them back. Right. And when you go back, you're right back in the store and there's more to rent. Right. So I have this little bit of an addiction right now where I've mm-hmm. been going and renting these movies for these, uh, these are films that I've always wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And I'm also getting the chance to watch some of my favorite movies for the first time again on Blu-ray. Like, you know, you, you watch movies on VHS growing right. up on DVD mm-hmm. and then maybe you pop in the Blu-ray and it's like watching it for the first time. Uh, Friday. The movie Friday? Yeah. Like the first time watching Friday in HD. And then, yeah, it looked, it clowns like, dang, it's more, way more crispier than when you just watch on VHS. What are some influential films that you, like, maybe top 10, some films that you keep going back to that you draw um, inspiration from? Juice. Okay. With Tupac. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Minutes to Society. That's okay. like my favorite movie in the world. I love that movie. Man, it's my favorite movie. Any uh, John Singleton films? John Singleton. Now, more like, uh, no, what's the dude? Tarantino. Tarantino? Yeah, I, li- I like a lot of his films. Reservoir Dogs. Man, I like, no, what's the one with him and, um, it was in the store. Desperado? Yeah. Or from Dust Till no, Dawn. Dust to, no, Dust Till Dawn, and then there's another movie when it was in the, what's the one, no, Spike Lee, might have been Spike Lee, when Samuel Jackson and another guy was in the store and they just robbed the store at the very beginning of the movie, they was in there eating lunch or something, breakfast. Dang. I forgot what the movie was called, but I loved it. And I like the recent movie they did with, uh, Super, uh, 8. 8, something like Super 8, Daily 8. Oh, Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Yeah, that, I love that movie. You know, I went to see that movie at the Regal Cinema in Atlantic Station. They, mm. they actually had to wheel in an analog projector because they brought in a, a 70 millimeter print of the Hateful Eight. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And so, like, <laughs> it was super analog mm. and, like, the wide shots out in the snow were great. But we got there late and we had to sit in the very front row. So you couldn't... We couldn't really get the, the eye jizz. Right. You know, we couldn't really get the whole full experience, but, you know... And and you know to be honest, Tarantino, to shoot a movie in seventy millimeter that yeah. to, and it takes in place inside of a building the entire time. You know, here I am thinking these this movie's gonna be outside. Side, yeah, it's, it's in a house. I didn't know that either. I was like, it was in a house. That's kind of overkill when you think about it. Right. Seventy millimeter in a house. Then it's probably like darkish looking. Yeah, like all the lights. Mm-hmm. A little bit of trivia out there for people who don't know: there was a guitar in the film that is smashed by the female lead. She, uh, Kurt Russell is playing a guitar in that movie, mm-hmm. Hateful Eight, and she grabs this guitar and she s- destroys it. On um, we'll the fireplace. Up, check out the clip right here. This yeah. is the clip I'm talking about. It's like she can't stand hearing uh, Kurt Russell play this guitar yeah. anymore, and she grabs it and she destroys it. So that prop was actually on loan from a museum, and it was a rare, one of a kind. Like uh, I think, like Johnny B. Good was played on it at one point by. Um, Chuck Berry, you know right. what I mean? Like it had this uh, invaluable price tag, and it was on loan. And they were supposed to swap the prop out oh, and have that's... her destroy that, but she destroyed. The actual... That's crazy. I wonder how that how that turned out. Oh man, you got to write a really strong apology letter, man. You know, I want to say the Weinstein Company put out that movie before they shut down, so somebody at the Weinstein Company probably had to like cash out. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that sucks. That happened to me one time, though, I think, on a, on, a, on a set. Tell me about it. Somebody broke a, a light that was rented. I had to pay for it. I think I've been there. Yeah, it was like expensive, too. It was like, dang, I, I didn't expect it to be that expensive. I'm like, I was probably going to cost them like Uh-oh. $50, <laughs> like $250. i am like, what? 
why why is two fifty? I know it's only worth like this much. They're like, mm-hmm. nah, we got to charge you on top of that because we're missing out on rentals. And yeah. I'm like, oh man, yeah, yeah, the fine print, man. It's crazy. I it's like people don't think about lights. There's just this cable dangling, and you the know, artists don't think about none of that. They top just, heavy. They just think like I'm just gonna, and they just walk over stuff and boom. It's like, have you ever dropped a DSLR? Yep. Yeah, I've been there too. I dropped my a, Sony A7S2, the third, my third month having it, and okay. I, broke, I broke the whole viewfinder. Ouch. And then yeah, it was, it was gone. Did you have to do the manufacturer's warranty or anything like that? Nah, I just I just end up selling it and, just, just, and, yeah. and rebought a new one. What are you shooting with now? I shoot a, a Sony A6500, and then I use the red camera sometimes. Okay. Yeah. That's the, that's the killer combo? I mean, yeah. The, the, if you know how to work it, you got to learn how to work the camera. Because a lot of people shoot my same camera, and they their quality look different. Uh-huh. I, don't, I, don't, I guess they don't know how to work their camera good. Come on, noob. Yeah. Pick they, it up. I mean, I was on that same you know same level one time, and then I just learned my camera. Once you learn the camera, you good, because it's going to make, make it easy when you edit. Do you think... Flipping open the instruction manual or the actual experience with the red prepared you for the experience with the red. Really? Like I had to do hands on, and then I learned it. Well, are there some curveballs that it'll throw you? Oh yes, really? a lot, a lot of curveballs. It'd be like it's like yeah, it's difficult at first. First month, it took me a, it took me like four shoots to really just learn the red camera. There's a few projects that I've worked on that maybe I went above and beyond when it wasn't exactly necessary. Oh my gosh. And it probably came from a place of like, man, I really care about this project for some reason. Me too. Tell us about some of those projects for you. Um, there was a couple, man. It was like, let me see, I'm thinking one is recently. Uh, I think. Oh, uh, the one, the nameless video with Lakeed. Yeah, it was. It, it didn't go as go as planned because I had like a, a good treatment, but everybody came in drunk, so it was like we couldn't go as planned. Yeah. But I, I still came out of the movie, though. It, it came out even better than what I expected. So I guess that was. But it was like, damn, I really wanted to be this way. But it didn't go that way because everybody was drunk and they wasn't would listen. And then we had a time frame we had to work on. So it's like, dude. So the director and you was pulling your hair out. But the editor oh, yes. and you was just smoking a cig in the back like, it's going to be all right. Yeah, it's going to be all right, <laughs> man. We, 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 I can make it work. But me, me and the, my AD was like, my AD was really mad. He was like, man, this is not right. This is unprofessional. I was like, man, hey. It, it happens sometimes, you know, this is part of the job. We know it. So we just got it on. Yeah. And it was another project with another artist, man. He just didn't want to do certain stuff. And we was like, we was not trying to shoot unless he did it. We were like, yeah, you got to do it. Or we're not going to shoot the scene. Okay. So he had to do it. Like, get in the car. It was something just like that. That simple. He was like, I'm not going to get in there. And I'm like, nah, you got to do it because it's not going to make the video. It's the whole point of the video. Well, so filmmaking for me is all about the collaborative effort between working with other creative professionals, right? right. Mm-hmm. When uh, when you assemble a team per project, mm-hmm. do you, who do you like to work with? Um, or, or what jobs do you find yourself filling the most on your sets? Me, on yeah. my set, I, I like to be a director. Sometimes I like to hold a camera because I know how I want it to look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? uh, some directors, they have a different vision. they like, Oh, I like it this way, but you know how you want it. So it's like, I want it this way. Yeah. But uh, I do have a lot of people I, I pick on certain shoots. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I usually pick the picture man. His name is um, the picture man on Instagram. Okay. Um, he don't want to know his real name, but he's very dope. He's a, he's one of the best eighties ever. Like he got, the, he got the red, he's on his own red. So he learned, know the red real good. He know how to color correct everything. He know how to. He know the little stuff that you don't notice. He notice it. It's like he help you with those small little problems. You're like, hey, man, do you think this look right? He come in. This is what you need to do. Dude, God bless DPs, man. Yeah. Shout out the picture, man. Man, I love him. 
Um, for me, over the past 10 years, like I said earlier, I, I came to Atlanta specifically to shoot some music videos and kind of like cut my teeth in the scene. So that was what you was here for, just videos? Only. Actually, yeah. I, I remember um, where I was when I saw a music video by the Motion family for... Um, they used to shoot everybody. T.I. Yeah. They shot a lot of T.I. videos. This was in 2010, and I want to say I caught it in a YouTube embedded in a, in a music blog. Mm -hmm. And it was for the song uh, Caddies by... Um, Alien Craft and Grip Playas, who's mm. recently passed away, um, R.I.P. Grip Playas. But I, I was in New York for a little bit, right? And I was like, "Wow, everything is so expensive here. I'm just gonna go." And I, when I saw that music video, I was like, "I'm gonna go to Atlanta and produce a bunch of cheap art, right? And take it with me back to New mm -hmm. York." And I just ended up staying here. I've met like I've just met everybody that I could ever want to meet in my field, right? And there's yeah. really no reason for me to go to Los Angeles right now. Exactly. That's why I want to stay here. Cause at first I wanted to move to LA also. And I was like, man, I, I can make it out here. Like if I make a wave right out here, of course it's going to go to LA too. Like somebody going to see it. And mm -hmm. then one day I'll go out there, but I still want to stay out here and make my own little, my own little wave. Yeah. Cause I mean, the writing was pretty much on the wall at the time. I want to say even 10 years ago, creative loafing was like, you know, industry sets, sites on Georgia film mm -hmm. production or whatever. That was all I really needed to hear to be like, well, let's just get, let's just get started here. You right. know what I'm saying? Why, why go, you know, hang out with all those Scientologists and pedophiles in Hollywood? <laughs> why don't we just, you know, it's a town, baby. Exactly. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Fuck Hollywood. Um, we the new Hollywood. Burn Hollywood burn. Like Chuck D says in ice cube. Atlanta, new Hollywood, man. Um, so we're here at the Met, and they actually shot a sequence that took place in Korea. The Korean sequence in Black Panther mm -hmm. was filmed uh, just two lanes between the like five thousand and the six thousand warehouse. Right. And a few nights ago, Black Panther won, you know, like four Academy Awards. Yeah, I've seen it. And so, like, the social media for the Met was like, you know, it was filmed here. We had a sequence filmed here, and right. whatnot. I think that that alone is going to really open up. Atlanta. For oh, yeah. You know, they shot uh, the Avengers here, too. Yeah. The, yeah. We, we happened to be downtown, and there was a whole, like, right over there by um, Georgia State, they had the section blocked off, and I'm pretty sure they were shooting Infinity War because they had vehicles overturned. Oh. And, uh, oh, we, what about, you know, they're shooting, um, what's the new, Boys, Bad Boys. Oh, Bad Boys 3? Yeah, I think they shoot some scenes out here, Dude, too. Dude, my homegirl, Atlanta Anna, shout out to Atlanta Anna, she put me on, they, they sent her this, uh, this PDF to like all the people that live at that apartment complex next to 17th street. Right. And it's like, you know, we're going to be firing blank rounds. You know, there's going to be helicopters flying over oh, this yeah. little area. Oh. I actually saw a helicopter just chilling over there. By yeah. 17th that's street. What, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was talking I was, about. Yeah. I was like, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I just ran up on it in traffic, but yeah, they, I can't wait to see what action sequence is filmed. Uh, you know, uh yeah. In yeah. Atlanta, dude, bad boys three is going to be so major, man. So this is what I was going to ask you. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, like I, I grew up wanting to be a Scorsese. Right. One time on a bitch, you know what I mean? Just right. turn the fuck up, make a movie. And then it's like the older I got, the more internet video appealed to me because of its uh, accessibility and mm. that immediate gratification. You know, if you put a hit online and it, and it goes viral, right. it, it, you know, it's a great feeling. Oh, yeah, it feels great. And the desire to create a feature length film has kind of gone down, mm -hmm. but I, it might be rekindled at some point. Do, where do you stand on that? Have you always wanted to make a movie? And how, how do you feel about internet video? Are you in the, you know... Would you like to make a movie? I, I would love to make a movie. That's a, that's how I got into music videos. To be honest, like I always wanted to be, I always wanted to write my own movies, act in it, everything, like direct it. I wanted to be all everything. So 
And then I was like, man, what I could do that I can I know that's gonna, that's easier for me. And I just picked up the camera. But I I, I do like uh, the internet wave now though. What did you think of Snow on the Bluff the first time you saw it? I thought it was crazy. Cause I be out, I was I used to be out there. I used to go around there. Like now I don't, I don't hang out there, but I used to go around there, you know, see stuff and it's like that was like a that was a good little movie though, how he put it together. And I met him a couple couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met Curtis. That movie really influenced the way I saw independent movies going down in Atlanta. Man, I think, uh, man, I think, uh, I don't think they did it as a, I, I don't think they planned it to be like that. I think it just happened. I thought it was real. I thought everything was real. Like, man, this, he robbing people on video and he's just, <laughs> they just going to put it on Netflix like and just go viral like that. Not only was it on Netflix, it was number one on Netflix for nine months in a row. Yeah. Talk about big. superstardom. That was big. I, uh, the story was, for anybody at home that doesn't know, they put out about 40 minutes on a blank DVD and it made its way through the police station, the neighborhood, and everybody thought it was a hood snuff film. And, mm. and uh, the guy from The Wire who plays Omar saw it and you know, was able to come down and dramatize certain events and finish it. But it's a classic tale of independent film right. being you know, only 40 minutes was out. And the is it real, is it not Blair Witch in the Hood style thing. I think that's what made it go up even more because people were like, is it real or not? Because it looks so real because he had the regular camera. He like he was a regular dude in the hood and he did his thing. It's like, man. It's almost like, I'm sure you could make that movie again, but mm. I don't think I had seen anything like that in the, the independent film landscape. I think a lot of people try to recreate it, but it was like, yeah. nah, you can't top Snow in the Bluff. It, it, it's like a once in a generation mm-hmm. type movie. I'm pretty sure we're going to get something else like that. I, th- I think uh, it would have been dope if one of the artists did something like that. Like 21 Savage, that would have been dope. Oh, yeah. If he would have did something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It would have been like back in the days when rappers shot movies. Come on, guys. Yep. <laughs> we, wanna, we know you got some good stories out there. <laughs> great stories. They'd be having some great stories. And you know, with the uh, the area across the street from the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, we might not actually see the bluff the way it looks in that movie for long. Or, oh, yeah. You know, so it might mm. just be a snapshot of what the Northside Drive was like back then. Yeah, you know? yep. Because... What it is, gentrification? What I'm trying to say, you know, it's coming soon. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say, but it's coming soon. Yeah, but yeah, the bluff is this is it's a crazy area, man. It's it's calmed down since then, though. That was crazy. That's crazy when they shot it. It was a very bad. It was a, definitely not a safe hit mm-hmm. area to go through. So. Let's see it. Yeah, I heard about like film screenings happening where people were like walking out. There was like there's like a scene where an infant is crawling over like a bowl with heroin needles in and and people are like, "Fuck this!" and like walking oh, out yeah. of screenings. Yeah, and stuff people. Like that. Yeah, I heard people. Yeah, they was getting mad when they seen it because they didn't know if it was real or fake. It, I think it was probably that part had to be real because then the part when he was just whipping up. Uh, oh, the crack! It right there, and the baby was right there by him. <laughs> they was like shocking, man. Hollywood would never do that, but you see what the people want, Hollywood. Man, they you love see that. what people need to. See. It's organic. It was like, it's, you know, they liked it. So what's your week looking like? My week, uh, I'm booked up. Booked up? Mm-hmm. God, that's the way to be, man. Uh, it's crazy. I don't, I don't get no, I swear I sleep for like four hours. No time to game? Man, I don't have no time to do nothing. Damn, no, just, just edit. That's it. You I, sleep grind? Yep. Man, that's tight. Man, I, 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 wanted, I wish I had more time to work out because I'm a gym person, but I, I haven't did that in like six months because I've been so grind mode. Like, okay. I'm trying to get with Cole Bennett. I'm trying to be like Cole Bennett, so. I'm trying to like, I got to work hard, extra hard. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Hustle grind. What do you say we get out of here, man? Let's do it, man. Appreciate now, you. Now, just because we have the ear of just about everybody in the entire country, 
What would you like to let these people know before we get out of here? Um, follow me on Instagram at my shit diesel. Feel me? Diesel films. Look at my music videos. Uh, just look at my creativity. You feel me? Links in the video description. It's Ben Scarborough and Diesel Films chilling here at Third Eye Collective in the secret room. Thanks for making it all the way to the end, guys. Comment, like, rate, subscribe, share. Do all that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see you later. Peace out. Damn, you should know what's up. Got bags under my eyes and in my trunk.